Uh, hi, my name is Carlo, and I was just on Just Finesse Presents. Just, just Finesse, you're my just Finesse. Hey, baby, what's good, what's poppin'? If you don't ask the question, then it's not Just Finesse. So, white or yellow, Gary? Ah, uh, yellow, Gary. I said I like this video. I said I like this video. <laughs> yeah, it's close. Like, you have to walk up some stairs. Every class. Oh, I know where it's number. Yes. They, you it was a concert. Yeah. We, I planned the concert. I literally... <laughs> you, you heard them on speed out? Literally. Dog is out in the air. My dog is out in the air. Give it a try to make a clock here. Yes, Finesse presents... <laughs> Baby was good. Baby was popping. If you can hear my voice, you are listening to the voice of Jess, popularly known as Jess Finesse, and you are tuned into Jess Finesse Presents. If this is your first time, welcome. We hope that you stay a while. Don't drop that dial. All that stuff they be saying on radio and TV. And this is and this if this is not your first time. Welcome back to the family. We are doing another family meeting, and this time with another amazing special guest because all my guests are amazing in their own amazing special way. This week is no different. We have somebody very, very powerful in the building. All right. Grammy's next to her name. Money next to her name. Amen, Branding next to her name. Amen, All the pop and sauce next to her name. Carlo. Hey. Welcome. How you doing? Thank you for popping up on me because only we don't even know when you are in Nigeria or in another country <laughs> or in America or in Antarctica. So I'm very happy that we got to, you know, catch you while you was here. You're welcome. How many days before you before you leave us again? Four days. <laughs> Four days. So by the time this episode drops, she would be yeah, gone. She'd be, out, she'd yeah. be in the land of Oof. what they say is milk and honey, but that place yeah. is it's not it's not milking and it's not honeying right no, now. Ain't facts, no honey over facts, there. facts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So actually this is random. Before before we before you came here, you uh-huh. were at the INEC office. That's what they told me. Yes. Do it was. To register to vote. You're making me look so bad because I have not registered <laughs> like this at my big age. Oh, Lord. You have to register because, I mean, I know we go on Twitter rampages. Right. I like to, you know, hit them with the Twitter fingers sometimes, but it's just like we can't, like, translate it into actual. Sometimes, even if perhaps in the back of your mind there's a tiny, tiny voice mm-hmm. that thinks maybe your vote doesn't count. But it's just like, but then what if it did? You know, you're too loud. You're being too loud. What about the odds that it did? Let me, let me, let me just cast myself really quickly. So I've always been someone who is the small, is the percentage of us that have that tiny voice in my head that I'm going to spend eight hours outside. I'm going to vote, and they'll be rigging this thing in my face. Like maybe you put your ballot inside. <laughs> they're already, they're already doing whatever they need to do to make whatever result they want to make. And, um, yeah, I've just never been, especially after, um, moving to this country, I was very politically inclined before I moved here. The irony, like imagine you living abroad and you're like, oh, we need to fight for better Nigeria. We need to fight for this. And then you move here and it's like, what are you fighting for? They're going to try to kill you anyways. If you like fight, 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 Ah, it's useless. Um, but so ironic, right? And this is why Mm -hmm. I think it's a universe. I think God is talking to me. Like, you know, stop this. Yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. So this is, this is Tuesday. Y'all going to hear this like way later. But I was in a I was in a taxi on my way home, mm-hmm. and you know how it'd be a hit or miss with like taxi drivers. You either get the one that doesn't talk, and you get the yeah. one that you be having like deep conversation. Oh yeah, right. I don't know if uh-huh. you have you've had conversations. existential crisis. And That's whatnot. what it was giving. That's yes. what it was giving. And I was mm-hmm. talking to my boat driver, and he was talking about we were talking about the killings that happened in Ondo State. Yeah, and he was talking. It's not like I haven't heard about tragedy in Nigeria. We, I mean, there's tragedy every freaking day here. Like. There's, there's chaos every day. Yep. But we were talking about this 
particular time. We were talking at a particular time. And I don't know if it was with the passion he was talking about it or like the angles he was just giving. I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? He's right. He said something that I've heard this many times. Like, okay. Um, he but said, different. <laughs> yeah, like he said, oh, that people that are educated will be there saying on Twitter, saying online that, oh, what's the point of getting the PVC? The vote doesn't count. But there's people who are illiterate. There's people who are not learned. There's people that didn't go to school and all of them will have their PVCs. And when it comes time to vote, whether they mobilize them with, you know, bribes or whatever, I don't know. But it's, he was shot saying that what makes it, like, why would we not have our own PVC? Like, why wouldn't we have our PVC when these people who are considered this certain segment of society have their PVC? And they're there carrying them in droves in buses to go and vote. Mm-hmm. Granted, they may be telling them who to vote for. I don't know. But it just made me feel like, hmm, it hit different, like you said, this particular time when he said yeah. it. The next day I come to do my podcast, uh, and my guest is literally coming from INEC office to my podcast to come in pod. Yeah. I think, let me just go figure out how to it's do that. It's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. Does anybody in this room have their PVC? <laughs> You're no. even using your mouse to left. Okay, sound engineer has. Okay. Ooh. Okay, Jerry also came from the INEC office. Wow, we are we are behind. Kosi? I do not have. We're going to go get our PVCs. Okay. <laughs> but anywho, that's Yeah, get cool. your PVCs, guys. Nah, for real, for real. Shout yeah. out to Kylo. Kylo says get your PVC. If you're a friend of Kylo, gun, get your PVC. <laughs> but, okay, so let's get into it. All right? Mm-hmm. It's a very simple podcast. All mm-hmm. right? Okay. We talk about different, co- we talk about different topics. You know, we just, I don't like to call it an interview because I don't feel like I'm as black and white as like how interviewers would be on TV and radio. We just just and learn about yeah. each, you know, a lovely guest. Mm-hmm. But we do it over something very important. If you okay. like, if you like take deep breath all you want, if you like go and count sheep in your head, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> we do it over a very important meal. All right. And this meal is important for many reasons. Callow. All right. Some of us are not blown like you. Some of us, are, our accounts are not fat. Okay. Some of us are not eating publishing money. Um, so, you know, this is near and dear to our hearts. All right. Okay. This meal cuts across all economic classes, all social statuses. You could be rich as heck and drink Gary. You could be looking for your next 2K and drink Gary. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it has variety, baby. You can eat it with anything. So why not bring such a diverse food into the table as we have conversations? If it was a candlelight dinner, once you be talking with the person that carried you to candlelight dinner, one-on-one intimate conversation, yeah okay it's the same concept except there's a little bit more light okay yeah. <laughs> it's not steak and lobster it's Gary <laughs> talk to me nice um I was saying earlier that Gary is a social construct explain why Gary you say it's no a social construct okay haters okay. in the building haters in the building it is a carrier substance it is it's like most swallow it, because it is a swallow it's like it's to navigate the soup towards your digestive system I've it never heard of it like that, and it sounds beautiful. To eat it by itself, you know what Fox. I mean? Because it's just like it's supposed to. If there was suya, it's a, it's a channel. Yeah, it's a channel. It's like it's it's not a direct link. So you telling me if I have suya here for you, you'd be open? I would eat the garlic because you need the suya to kind of like counter the spiciness of the suya. Carlo, have you you've drank garlic before? Right? Yes. When's the last time you drank garlic? With suya. When? Two months ago. What was the context? What was the situation? What was the setting? <laughs> there was suya and my mouth needed calming. So it wasn't milk that you drank. It wasn't water. It was dairy. It was you. You match it. It's a popular pairing, is it not? <laughs> has anyone had suya and gary in this room? 
They say yes. Okay, someone has. Okay, See, so you're not. It's you, a thing. Someone can can support your And then for claim. a little pizzazz, you can put granules inside. Okay, so can't you just imagine CS here? Just take one for the team. I'll take a tiny little teaspoon. I'll take like a. See, as long as Gary piece. and Carlo and Gary and entering Carlo's mouth is happening on my podcast, I'm fine. Even if it's one spoon, there's people <laughs> that have just they they literally went like this. They just touch it on their teeth. And I shall know. You shall try okay, the Gary on my pocket. I will shall try it. Okay, so I'm going to ask you another question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> White or yellow? For, oh, for my Gary style, which one is Jebu Gary? Yellow. That's the one I would take. That's the best one in the market. <laughs> is it to the white? <laughs> I was yeah. trying to trick her. Jebu Gary is white. Oh, is I wanted it to oh, do okay. the yellow. Okay. I don't know which one it is. Okay, well, yes. why did you guys cast it? She could have drank yellow Why today. y'all do that though? Dang. Okay, fine. You gonna drink that white nonsense? Oh, um, yellow is the one that gets really like thick. Doesn't the white one get thick too? Yeah, but yellow one does it gets the thicker. most. Is like, you need to like constantly top Pour it up water. Water. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I it's hear you. Like, I hear you. E- eventually, you're eating a bar. No, you're not. Yes, you are. Stop slandering this yes. thing. Stop it. <laughs> you've right. been sitting on a yellow chair. For yellow I, guy. I love yellow. I was in yellow house. I was in Topaz in primary school. Yeah. So I love why yellow. Not? Because it is no, it's social construct. Voila. Even if you take one spoon, I know go mind. I'll I'll take <laughs> I'll take it like that. Okay, that's fine. I will have a little swirl baby. Okay. Yeah. So now yeah. what do you supplement your Gary with that's on this table? What are those? Okay. We got the handy dandy milk. Uh-huh. Sugar. Uh-huh. Chocolate powder. The fuck? Is that <laughs> is that real? It's very real. It's very you, real. You, you in there, I've I've done it a few times. Who are they? You are I the am one? they. I'm one get of out. the days. Get out. I would get out, but I guess. own this podcast. Please. Please. We've had two guests use the chocolate powder. Now, even guests before you became a producer have used chocolate powder. Okay, but granted, granted. Wait, Carlo, granted. I, I did it when I was in boarding school, right? And you had to get creative with food. And I learned that you could not put, chocolate powder You could not could put bang. biology textbook on Indomie. You couldn't do that? No. No, ma'am. <laughs> like, it was chocolate powder or nothing. And it wasn't even as bad as I thought. At my big age, I won't do it. But, you know, there's some people that, they want to be, they want to be experimental. Just like your music. Why don't you experiment today? You're not that, feeling, you're not feeling, you're not feeling nice. I will take a little swirl of Gary with powdered milk. Okay, with and sugar. Okay, will you put a piece of granuts since we're doing pieces? Yeah, yeah, sure. We can do that too. Can you do two pieces? We can put like a little dollop. Got you. A dollop. It's the dollar for me. Okay, 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 cool. Now, I want to ask you, right? Mm-hmm. Your secondary school experience. Yes. Were you a boarder or a day student? I was a boarder. Yes! Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So where'd you go to school? Vivian Fowler. That's one of them par schools, right? Yeah. Like so, in the hierarchy of secondary school in Lagos where they'll start saying, oh, I went to this. Oh, I went here. Oh, I went here. I'm important because I went here. Where is it on the Where is it on the hierarchy? Do you know? I don't know. You also look like someone that doesn't even care about hierarchy. Like yeah, you're not carrying care. the fact that oh, I went to Grange on your head like ten yeah, years later. Yeah, a lot of those people were really mean. Really? Yeah. I think. Do you feel like they're still mean in their adult lives? Like they carry those personalities into their some of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Some okay. of them for okay. sure. 
so, have not changed. <laughs> okay. Vivian Fowler, did y'all have provisions? Like, did you have to take provisions? Yeah. So Gary was something you took yes, to school? Yes, but I would never like, because, you know, it was always trade by butter, yes? You okay. have to form some little economy Facts. on the ground. Facts. Right? And I would never give someone my hard-earned pocket money <laughs> an amount in exchange of Gary. I'd rather flattened Milo. You know Milo cake? <laughs> You know me looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Polar, I'd rather buy that than Gary. Gary. For what? That's wild. This thing can 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 help you on nights when that rice doesn't go around. When the rice isn't hitting. So can Milo cake is a bottle of energy. Pa, pa, pa. Milo cake pa, is in. I look at it like it's like candy. It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna fill your stomach up for them sleeps inside. So you have to read for exam. I would rather that than. Okay, Gary. give me five. Give me five provisions that were like your favorite provisions when you was in secondary school. Indomie with heated book on top, and also raw. I feel like those counted. I was eating Gary of... like crisps at one point. Yeah. yeah, and you put the packet inside and you, you shake it up, or you ate it like. Maybe plain. you need to see someone about your relationship with Gary. No, 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 not not now, not now. It's my money maker right now. It's my money maker right now. Come on, three more, three more. Indomie, um, um, the Milo cake, obviously. Fine, I'm saying that Milo cake. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? Does it phone count? Phone? It was contraband, but it wasn't food. So you brought a phone into school? I didn't bring a phone, but I would like to like pay someone who had a phone. I prefer something edible. Okay. Hmm. Cornflakes or golden one? I'm about to get in trouble for this. Don't worry, it's a safe space. Okay, I... I technically prefer golden morn. I still Yuck. eat it to this day. Yeah, that's, that's gang. Yuck. No wonder you are, are like yourself. I have it in my cabinet. <laughs> yes, I have golden morn. Golden morn to like die. Um, what about cabin? I have sentimental reasons to be attached to cabin. Okay. My grandma. Okay, okay. RIP to her. Okay, rest in yeah. peace. Yeah. But then I'm, I love crackers. So we talking about like um so um you know those ones in the yellow cream, pack like cream crackers cream, yeah okay okay yeah okay. they're dry as okay fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> give me one more provision what else those are the staple provision I can't even think of another one yeah I think those are like the standard the things you would pay for you know okay okay Vivian Fowler did you do your whole six years there yeah okay mm-hmm. where did you go to university. I went to New York. Okay. Ooh. On Long Island. Long Island? You a Long Island, honey? Long Island. It's a mm. Long Island for me. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Okay, so you went to school. What did you, you study? Journalism. The radio. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So from the time you left secondary school, you're like, I want to have a career in radio. Yes. And or your TV. parents allowed it. No, they didn't. But I was a rebel from time. You were a rebel, but they were paying your school fees. If if they didn't know they were paying for it. Oh. I don't even know what sound to do for this baby. Should I do gun- <laughs> Let me do gunshots. Let me do gunshots. So wait, what did your parents think you were studying? Uh, perhaps there was a discussion of pre-law. But then pre-law classes are similar. Okay. To- like in the first two years, you were yeah. shuffling one, two. You, you have to do like roughly the same courses Fast. to get on track. So. Okay. So when you graduated and it was time to No, by across. then they had already accepted you. Gosh. Yeah, but I was supposed to like end up on CNN, you know, reputable station. Noted. And then yeah. you ended up where instead of CNN? Um, writing songs about Lega. Yeah. 
I love it for you. I love it for you. I love it for us because yeah. those songs have got us through a lot of times. Yeah. Yes, they have. Okay. Right? So, before we pick up the first fan, you're going to assemble this, Gary. When you said fan, I forgot for a second and I was like, we're picking up people. <laughs> Would you do that? Would you be the type to be like, yo, let's go find 10 fans and pull up on them on their ho- at their house? Why would I go to their house? Or I mean, like, if it you was know those- safe, yeah. I would I would want it to be safe. Yeah, Donnie did that, didn't she? She did like a uh, yeah, like living, room, living room. room yeah. You were so crazy. And I thought I was so cool. She came to my house. We didn't know ourselves that time. She actually came to my house. Uh, and did and did one of them. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm sure that would be so nice because her music is very intimate. What? And this sounding. was and also the cavemen were still playing with her. So uh, this was like pre archaic like caveman wow, time. Like they that haven't must even have been cool. freaking amazing. Uh, it was in, yeah. I think it was like in twenty sixteen or I've something. I've been cussing. Can I cuss on Girl, it? cuss away. Okay. Cuss, 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 cuss. Come on. <laughs> Do we, should we uh, then we should play for her beats? Let her start singing. <laughs> anyway, I want you to assemble your Gary. Jesus. You will do it and you will enjoy it. Or even if you don't enjoy it, you're taking one for Jeff Finesse Presents. I need the bowl. I will get you the bowl without without hesitation. Mm-hmm. Thank you. These are pretty bowls, I will say. They're very pretty bowls. I need also... Okay, we have ice. Yes. Okay. Oh, so you have to drink it cold. I need ice. I call but this... then that's because it's always been Suya and I don't even know. I don't know what I'm about to experience. I haven't had Gary without Suya. Just envision the taste of the Ever. Suya in your mouth. Oh my god, I've never just had Gary. Who eats just Gary? Ding, 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 ding. Like wow. most of Nigeria. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Raise your hand if you just eat Gary in this room. No. You just, just playing Gary. Nothing Looks like you're the eye one now, ma'am. Nothing to, to fill it no, up. Tra- I've had guests know? come here like, oh, I need fish. Oh, I need... Di-. I'm like, I don't yeah, know what y'all talking about. I've like never ate Gary with no hot protein in my life. <laughs> no. It's good. Wow. All right, let's pass you. What do you need? Let me pass everything to you now. Uh, this is not like cereal. You 100%. There's no debate. You must put the Gary before you put the water. I do agree with that thing because how will you know the right ratio of Gary to water if you put the Gary first? Why is my head... Why, why am I having a very free... No, no. When you put the Gary inside, you test the water. Like you put the water... You can you put the water in stages. Testing. Yeah, you, you have keep, to keep pouring and it's adjusting. A, it's, a, it's an equation. But it makes more sense to just pour the water and know, okay, well, this Carla, if you want Gary, to commit that not- atrocity on this podcast, oh yeah, go and put the water first. Let's, let's, hide, let me see how it works. I'm going to hide behind... <laughs> this is the first time in my life I'm seeing somebody pour uh, water first before Gary, and Please. you're not making eba. Ring brap brap for me because I'm not Wait, because in eba, right? You boil the water first before you put the Gary. Yeah, no, 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 no. When you're making eba. Before you put oh. Exactly. So you, the water, you, you do water before Gary. But exactly. no, when, no, when you're cooking, I've when you're making it to before. make soup. Kylo, no, you're not gonna mess up my childhood. No, you're not ruining it for it's me. It's a little too late right now. I wish it was a close up. I've triggered you. Kylo, put the mic. Try to put. Try to speak it to the mic. This this Gary you're doing right now, I've never seen in my life. Our listeners can try new things. No, let them see. You can try new things. Do you see this now? You know this consistency is not. So, so it doesn't look not... as crazy as I see you do it, but like it's yeah. just no, it's, it's just not, no. Well, I don't drink Gary that often to know, so maybe it's a thing for people who don't drink Gary that often. Perhaps I don't know if Gary people, occasional Gary drinkers, will agree with you on that. But okay, <laughs> I'm gonna pick up the first fan and ask you the first question because I know you're an expert multitasker. I am. Okay, 
<clears throat> As someone who shuttles between Lagos and New York, how would you compare the party scenes um, between the U.S. and Nigeria? Which do you prefer and why? Why? You literally are the party. Like, yeah, you make the how party do you do that? Jeez. We about to get real deep today. You need to tell me that. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I actually 100% understand. But it's just like, nobody thinks about when the party stops being excited to be the party. You understand? You want to start talking about existential crisis. Okay, when you started... Okay, let's let's like, do it like this. What I like to do tell you prefer Yankee party you see those scene? Party girls, they're like, Woo, I can't even say Yankee comes. party because there's different party Once scenes in, in, the within the US. Let's say New York party scene versus you know? Lagos party scene. Which do you prefer? Party girls have feelings too. Okay, when you start, okay, let's let's do it like this. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know okay. if I'm being biased, but I would say Lagos because I know more people here. And like, I feel more. But then I feel like in New York, I get more exposed Sucks. to different communities at the same. Because it's just like you would go to okay. a different scene. So you've like, explained you know, which you prefer and why. Scenes, okay. So, it's just like I have so a now, but your music but sometimes is more. Like, parties to you say your music is more loved and accepted like, wow. in the New York party like scene. This. Or I guess I can widen the scope. American party scenes versus Lagos party scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So it almost feels like this, like, cognitive, well, I almost says cognitive dissonance, but it's like, okay, you love the Lagos party, you prefer Lagos party scene based on your explanation of you know more people, so it's more it's familiar to you, and then you have your friends that you can um, party with no matter the vibe of the place, yeah. but then your music is loved by the party scene that's just like, yeah, I'm here, people watching, you know, I'm here, you know. This is a new experience for me because maybe I wasn't born and raised here, and then I'm, I'm coming to this scene, and then I'm experiencing it. Hmm. Baby, even yeah. I'm having it. I'm having secondhand existential crisis for you uh-huh. as well. Okay, so you know, for me, not like anybody asked because this is. I mean, I'm talk. This is this is Carlos. This is Carlos podcast today. I prefer the American. Okay, I have existential I prefer- crises multiple times a day. <laughs> it's so weird because I have to. I have to know when to like widen the scope of yeah. the American party scene and then make it just New York. Because I don't like New York like that, right? But I prefer my American party. Yeah, I don't. No. It's too It's too much for me, man. It's too fast. No. I, I can't say it's too fast because I actually don't mind the fastness of Lagos. When I was living in America, right? And yeah. I had to go to New York. I used to dread it. Because you have like, oh, you have to take the bus from the DMV to go to New York. And then you got to go on the train. And the trains will be cold in the winter. The train will be dirty. If you don't know the train system, you can easily get lost. People, they are very like, I won't call them rude, but they're very like, man, just face your front and do what you're doing. But granted, Lagos is like that as well. So I don't know why I like Lagos. I don't know about New York. Because you already was exposed to a lot of the behaviors in this good old city of Las Giddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. why New York feels like home mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like I spent a lot of time in London. In London, and although like London is like pretty and it's very Facts. close, to but then you're scared. Like, like okay, don't do anything to be like dynamic. There are people like they mind Facts. their business way more than in New York. In Come New York, on, yell, like, I need to get this horny. You pretty, and I'm like, thank you. Yeah, but like for them to yell it okay. from across the street, I know it's true because I see myself in the mirror, oh, right? <laughs> so pretty, yeah, in the bathroom. But like in mm-hmm. London, no one yells that at you. So I, I didn't even realize yes. until I spent like a couple of months right. there that I'm so used to that, um, somewhat of an affirmation. I've never of, like, been even if it's just like a girl being like, "Wow, you're so in pretty London before." Today. I don't think so. I and can't like deny. Yeah, I, I remember when I went to London. Like it was color palette. I don't like, like that place either. I can't situation. lie. It's really dreary. Very dreary. Very like every time I go somewhere, it's like you're not from here, are you? You're from America, are you? I like. Of Lagos makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so, okay, so now, like I said, I prefer my American yeah, party experiences to my Lagos ones only because yeah. in America, like you can dance your life away, and no one is judging. Yeah, so like, I like I like the you come to Lagos, and I remember when I first moved here. here, and I was going to my first so couple like, of parties, and uh, I'd be dancing. People would be like, "Is she like, nice. what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? Are you drunk? Are you high?" Are you proud? Like, are you trying to get attention? Like, ew. And it was so weird because I'm like, bro, there's music playing. And the reflex action of when you hear music is to dance. But apparently, that's not the reflex in Lagos. The reflex is if they play certain music, it, it triggers certain actions. Like, if they play Dorime, you know someone yeah. is buying 10 bottles. If they play, uh, what is it? Sumba. Yeah. Uh, people are doing, I guess. Is to dance. I guess legwork, which is yes. dancing. But if it's like in between music, it's yeah. like, oh. You need to form and flex and look a certain type of way, be perceived a certain type of way. It's like, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a mosher. So you're the one commanding people to make mosh pits at your shows. Okay. I don't do that. Any dangerous behavior that. that could cause my fans, her fans to get harmed. I, I'm, I'm the yes, one in the you say it again. Like mosh pitting. Uh, but so, you would mosh at other people's shows. Yeah. No, I might. Do you mosh at the club? I, I like to go on record that That's I was not never mosh a mosh pit or dangerous behavior at my concert. Yes. <laughs> um, but Facts? no, just even Facts? at the club or anywhere. I don't care. Yeah. Cause let me ask you. You, you like don't club. It, you don't look like listen, you club. No, nah, just like I like the uh, electronic music. house music scene in Lagos. So I can't even ask you this club yeah. question. I and want to ask not you dance. You can do that. At home. Have you been to a club? Nah. Who? Why did you leave your house? You can't even see. I, I'm not a big. I'm not big on stereotyping. I just go. I just go for it's, things that elements and sweat it out. What is this sweat it but out? I haven't been recently. Tell, have you heard of sweat it out before? What is it? I I, I keep hearing about it. What is it? It's an element house. Okay. What do they do there? Other than sweating. House music, electronic <laughs> music. Oh, no. Waves, oh. substances. Oh, okay. Like, if you don't... Got I you. have, I haven't had the pleasure okay, of going. Out. And it's good vibes. It makes mental notes. Yeah. It's like raves where, like, you like... It was... Co- Carlo, it was I feel like that everyone when dances. I, when I came well, to even Nigeria and they were smoking in the club, I was like, "Everyone dances. Are we not gonna die here? Like, what is this? Like, is this not a fire hazard? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't really it's understand. I don't really get it. Around with cigarettes, 
smelling in their eyes. I'll be burning their eyes. Oh, is there even fire? You know, loud ass music. Let's not even start. Let's not even go there. Let's not Wait, go so there. Wait, so you can't smoke in clubs yeah, in the US? No. <laughs> like, unless there's a designated like, smoking area. You have to exit. smoke outside. It's just like your eyes are tearing up from like, I was smoke. Shocked. It's so much. You can smoke in restaurants here. You can smoke anywhere. I'm like, so what happens when there's children that come to certain restaurants? Like, I don't... How does that even work? Anyway, that's that's fine. No, okay, you can't. So, now, is there any other question you want to ask would be regarding this? Regarding yeah. this, this particular question. I... I <laughs> want to mention something. So you mentioned that you came back and it was crazy because you were the only one dancing. Yes. And so what's crazy is because you mentioned somewhere that while you were, I think in LA, that's how, that's where the inspiration for your latest song came oh, from. Yeah. Which is a bloody bop. It is a bloody well, bop. I feel like Is it? Yeah. Oh. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I actually agree with that. Like very, hey. Well, because mm-hmm. I feel like LA party scene mm-hmm. is the same okay, as like LA Lagos is, party scene. I heard, I've never been there before. Yeah, because it's like you <gasps> kind of have ever, to know people who have there. a good time. Is it and then as pretentious as how people like, just telling me it is? Like staring at I you like, why are you? It's like very everyone's time also biased. Which is weird because most of the time. As an honorary New Yorker. I'm biased. Touche. Yeah. So do you feel like if you if your first experience of Yankee was you went to school in LA instead of going to school in New York, do yeah. you feel like you would have inherited their pretentiousness? Maybe, yeah, I think a so. A pretentious color, I, I cannot see it. Yeah. I cannot Actually, see I probably it. would have still kept the truth to myself, but I might have like because the weather is nice. Okay. The weather is nice. Is it slow paced? Yeah, it's very slow paced. I can't do it. Like I can't do that's it, I think because like the like we just said earlier, the ginger of like Lagos mm-hmm. just being like pop, 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 mm-hmm. pop, pop, and then being New York and everything being pop, 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 pop. Right. Like things close in other cities. Bro. You know? My brain's even slowing down just thinking about LA. Okay. <laughs> I got one final question. Do you, the first time you ever heard them play your song in a Lagos club, can mm-hmm. you remember? Yes. Would you can you can you recollect that time for me? It was a velvet. I was moshing. Were you hosting? No. Who do you remember the DJ? No. But it was a babe. Shout out to babes. Yeah. Do you remember what she looked like? No. Dang, because it, it wasted. It, <laughs> okay, touche, 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 touche. What year was this? Uh 2016, 17. Maybe? Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. That's dope. Do do they play your? I don't know if you know because I mean you be juggling, you be bouncing from country to country. Do you know if they play your music in Nigerian clubs more now? I don't even I don't even go out as much to even know. I don't know because even know. just regularly like around the world, everybody sends me clips like, oh my god, they played your song here, Facts. but I almost never hear it. I haven't heard it since lockdown. Sorry, Kelly, could you bring your mic just down a bit? Yeah, but can she bring it up? Just so that yeah, face okay. it in the view. Okay, cool. All right, okay. I mean, it's. I guess it's difficult to compete with this soon. Balajan, waste time on or um, Palazzo, Ziki, whatever he was saying. Like, I guess it's difficult to you know compete with Nigeria's top twenty-five. So I guess that 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 makes sense. But um, I can imagine mm-hmm. your music. Then again, maybe I'm biased. Yeah, if they play your music in the club, that's the that's decibel music. So I don't understand why. Yeah. Don't worry. It be, like that. It's, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. You you still you still you blown. You blown blown. Not even just one. You two blowns. Um, okay, without further ado, have you taken a bite? 
That's what I was wondering. I was sure like, we're not talking <laughs> to you. Take bite. More spoon. Do I do I have to? Yes, you do, honey. Oh my lord! I don't even remember why I put in this. This is like a com- combination of. I should have done drum roll. Hold on. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> baby, maybe you just didn't make it right. This is a carrier sometimes. This is not the main us. <laughs> so you still feel like you need that that suya next mm-hmm. week? Did you prepare the same way you prepare when you eat suya? Well, usually I put more ice. Did, yeah. you, put, did you put any ice in there? I don't remember. Okay. Because you don't remember if you put ice in your curry? No. When you took that bite, was it cold? Or tepid? No, but it had been it had been sitting there, so it could be that there was ice, and then like Gary it does, it absorbs everything. Why is this? Because it's a Gary substance. Like the water level is still above the Gary. Because if your Gary gets soggy, then... Gary is supposed to be soggy. I don't understand. <laughs> oh my lord! I... You eat golden more. What are you talking about? Golden one is different. It is How? wheat <laughs> or whatever it is. Is this not a grain? Which is some, is like the same is wheat and grain. But then golden one has like mainly powdered milk as the base. Okay. You know, you can make milk the base of your curry. Then I would just eat golden one. <laughs> you know you're gonna do for me, Carlo? Don't worry, because we'll fight about this golden one. P. Help me pick the first fan in front of you. Can you reach? <laughs> can you reach, baby? All right. Thank Let's you, darling. Go. Let's go. It says, you are an artist that's been able to monetize your music outside of streaming slash performance. How do you feel about older artists setting their catalog? Because like, Justin Timberlake just like, just this week, is reported, they sold it for reportedly like $100 million. Mm-hmm. And Lil Wayne too, with the Young Money catalog and The Dream. Mm-hmm. How much did Lil Wayne? In I think Lil Wayne... The Dream sold seventy five percent of his catalog, like mm-hmm. twenty five million. Only this was a while ago. This was a while ago. His okay. was it was one of the, the that's uh, crazy. Seventy five percent for twenty five million. I mean, that's, that, that's maybe that there was umbrella. Yeah, I'm surprised because. So I don't know the terms. Maybe it was just a particular because with Justin Timberlake, I know it's his whole like songs is written, everything. Maybe with the Dream was just like the songs released as an artist. I don't know. First of all, no, 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 no. We're not going to overlook the fact. I need, I'm going to ask you a few questions. You're going to do yes or no. Uh-huh. You get publishing money? Yes. FIFA. You get FIFA. sync licensing? Yeah. Which one again? Um, This one, they place your... The sync license. Let's even get into the sync license. You, your music has been on uh, commercials. Yes. Commercials. FIFA. FIFA? Like, yeah. Wow. Like twice. Four times. Four times. Don't get the number messed up. Come on, are you are you okay? Actually, three times. Um, <laughs> movies. I haven't had a movie yet. Okay, well, she's got my TV That's shows. That's my one. Yeah, I really want a movie. Okay, but I haven't got that yet. Hmm. Only you, <laughs> boss. There's this thing saying, that, "Do giveaway, please." Even if it's oh, just yeah, no. one small five k. So I think I think it's really interesting to ask you this because first of all, the way I was even introduced to you, I was I. <laughs> You was like, I'm just like, okay, this is, she's she's from Nigeria. She claims Nigeria. She making all this music. She bounces between multiple countries. 
this girl's getting accolades and recognition in the other countries. And then it's kind of like, oh, we're not seeing the same love. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but my perception is that you're not receiving the same love that I feel like the, I don't want to say Western world, but the Western world is giving you, right? And you're making money past a lot of artists that are in, you know, carrying certain things on their head and doing like, and this and like look at this lovely young, <laughs> lovely young damsel. And, you know, you money is probably bigger than a lot of people's, people's money. You don't got to comment. It's okay. I'm commenting on your behalf. I'm okay. commenting on your behalf. So I think, I think it's interesting that Kosi decided that we should ask you this question because mm-hmm. you are very well versed in monetizing your music beyond streaming and shows. Right? Yes. So when you're seeing artists sell the thing that makes them residual and consistent income and they're just selling it in one large lump sum. Yeah. Why do you think that's happening? I have a theory, but let me hear yours first. My theory is Push the mic, that... push the mic, push the mic, baby. Oh, okay. Thank you, darling. Thank you. My theory is that like artists, I feel like the bigger the artists you are, the mm-hmm. less likely they use it for licensing because they like like songs that sound very radio ad ready. Okay. And all that. But if it's like, if you use a Beyonce song for a commercial that's really, really popular, mm-hmm. unless it's like the most incredible commercial ever shot, it will be known as the Beyonce song. This The commercial that's the Beyonce song. Had Beyonce song, song on it. Yeah, and Beyonce would overshadow the commercial. Yeah, because it's really big. Okay. So their goal is to advertise. So we got to keep that in mind. That's one. I need to write this down. Because mm-hmm. the bigger you get, the less likely I think that you get syncs. So what are they using the big songs for? If it's not... They play them on the radio. Okay, so now... Let's say... Okay, let's use Justin Timberlake as a case study. Uh-huh. He sells his whole catalog to... Yeah. Only God knows. Do you know the company that even bought the catalog? Yes, give me a second. Um, okay, so he sells his whole catalog to this company. Uh-huh. This Are you telling me that this company is just going to use that whole catalog to just play on radio and get money from radio? Yeah, they can play, you know, when they play the songs in stores. Mm-hmm. I took a course right before um, I started making music professionally because I was just like, I want to get finessed. Anyway. Um, no pun intended. No pun, yeah, exactly. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. So... The the guy kept saying, he was like, every time the song gets played, someone is getting paid. Okay. So he's like, you might be like, ha ha, my music is being played here, but where's the money? So I think that's what every artist needs to use even like as a marker. is like, if someone sends you, oh, your song is getting played here and you're not getting paid for that. Go and find out go why. Fi- someone is getting paid for that. Who is it? You know? Except like Nigerian culture. Right, I was going to say because yeah. I, are we are we set up with all these collections? No, we're not in most of Africa. Okay. Actually, that's a market. Ooh, I should keep my business mm. secrets. No, maybe what happens if you want to be an artist and we're trying to get some trade <laughs> like, uh... Every time a song is getting, like I get paid when somebody plays my song at a music festival, mm-hmm. especially in Europe. So those very... are like performance royalties or public mechanical royalties there's neighboring rights Mm -hmm. there's mechanical royalties there's master royalties there's um, there's so many things there's so many avenues that people could be getting paid for right and it's crazy and very interesting also because when I first started making music and like Rinse R&P first took off and all that like I would come back and I'd be like "Uh, can someone teach me about publishing and no one knew I was talking about right whereas now people are like oh people have gotten out of deals Mm -hmm. that they were like okay the advance was great but the terms weren't right so people know better now so it's really like cool 
Okay. So, now let's go back to what I asked, right? So, these co- this company buys this catalog. But the company's name is a Hypnosis. Hypnosis. Oh, yeah. What yeah. do they do? They, I feel like they just, at this point, yeah, just buy catalogs. Yeah, they specialize in buying catalogs. What I are don't they, know like, what they're going to do with like, it in the future, what are but they? they're just buying. Like, what is the... What, they're kind of like a fund. That's what I wanted yeah, to they assume. they offer their investors a chance to make money yeah, from investors. the royalties of popular songs. Okay. So, they so just now, buy catalogs. So, Hypnosis will buy this catalog. They will now, after paying what they believe the catalog is worth, whatever the artist negotiated, whatever, they're now going to recoup this money by playing it on radio, playing it everywhere. And from other like royal like from other royalties, yeah. Or they'll sell it to someone who knows how to, who would buy it for maybe an even bigger price. Okay. And then I remember, I remember I, was, I watched something on YouTube about like Doja Cat. Like no, it wasn't on YouTube. I was on a Clubhouse thing where they were talking about those. There's one of Doja Cat songs that blew up on TikTok. Yeah, and say so. It wasn't say so. It was that like you song. Like you. Streets. Oh yeah, streets. Yeah. That, okay. That song yeah. right. And the. I think there was a company that was talking about like there's different there's so many different companies that have to play a part in like brokering the deal of how she got the sample for the song and I think the sample I might be misyearning so don't quote me that I'm saying the right thing mm-hmm. but some like the sample they used in that song or one of the songs mm-hmm. the person that, that owned that had to like negotiate the deal to use to clear the sample is someone that had bought the catalog of yeah. the artist or the song or something like that. I was like, this is complicated as heck. Yeah. If you some, do not know yourself, you will be losing money and people will just be doing you yo-yo up and down. Yeah, because I think, who is it? I think Cisco mm-hmm. doesn't really make that much money from Thong Song because there's the the Eleanor Rigby sample. Yes. And there's... Living La Vida Loca, Facts. which he has to play, play Rick and Martin and everyone who wrote that song. And then, um, yeah, there's so many people coming after that song. They don't make as much money as you would think for okay. that song. Okay. So one segue question, we'll go back to the main topic. Do you, are you someone that, do you support the use of, of artists using samples? Yes or no? Based on what you just said, how using samples can just make you just not ex- like get all the money, of, you know, from your song. Well, yes and no. Okay. Yes, because it's really cool. And like, because what I don't like is when, you know, people use samples, but they don't like. um, Give credit. Yeah, give credit. Because a lot of the artists, you know, who use all those stuff, they get like really stifled. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if people don't give credit, then, you know, that's a lot of their livelihoods going away. To play devil's advocate, if you're, an upcoming artist, broke as hell, no money, you sample, so, so, and so person. I mean, you might then, know. I would just say you don't sample then if you can't afford it. I will actually counter that because I'm actually currently going through that right now. So someone... Who you sample? Someone put my fake ID vocal on a beat and then put it on TikTok. And then it started blowing up on TikTok. And the person said, you know what? I'm going to leave this from DistroKid and put it on Spotify and everything. Okay. And then because it was blowing up on TikTok, people are obviously rushing to go find it and they're playing it mm-hmm. on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, now I think it hit like a million plays and then my fans started noticing and someone DM'd me because they hear me talk about it at shows all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, somebody has a song with your exact vocals up that is going like up. It has a million streams. Stream or plays on TikTok? 
streams like on Spotify stream- wow. on a monetized platform. Wow. So obviously, if the person he's a very small artist mm-hmm. producing out of his bedroom, mm-hmm. which you know I understand you admired my work. I'm, DJs mm-hmm. do this all the time, mm-hmm. especially my vocal because my acapellas are like online. Mm-hmm. So they would just take. Do you put the acapellas online. Yeah, because in the in DJ culture, it's like yeah. normal to yeah. just loop in. Which do that, leave it on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You know, appreciate the work. But then, unless unless you're trying to pay me for my facts, yeah, for my vocal, for this golden voice, mm-hmm. yes, for this lovely, lovely vocal right here. Mm-hmm. Unless you're trying to do that, just don't. You know, because when they do, it's like that's my livelihood. So now, are you like? Sending lawyers after this little, uh, this relatively emerging artist that's making yes. music out of his bedroom. Yes. Wait, did you try? Did you tell him, "Yo, can you take this down first? And he said no, and then you brought lawyers or from Actually, jump? I, I, not this one, but somebody did tell me no. <laughs> I was just like, "Bro, all I have to do is click a button on Spotify, and the song is down." And he was just like, "No, this is my livelihood." I'm like, "Just." So did you press a button in his poof? Yeah, it poofs. Like the, the fuck. Okay, so why have not for this guy? Why don't you just poof him too? Yeah, I did poof him. But then it's blown up on TikTok. And I'm like, because, listen, a lot of songs that went viral, even Streets, mm-hmm. Doja Cat Streets, mm-hmm. I think it was a DJ's mashup. Yeah, I it don't, was I, a, it wasn't even, was the song even out? It was, it was. It was on her album, but it wasn't looped that way. The person made a special Okay, loop. okay. And then even Love and One TT, that song yeah. going viral two wow. years after it came out. You know, that was a DJ, mm-hmm. like some Saudi, I think some Saudi Arabian DJ okay. or something. Like it happens where like a song blows up again and it's like it's some random DJ who just made it and people connected to it and boom. But it's just like, I feel like as a human being and as a fellow musician, mm-hmm. if say you did that mistakenly on purpose and you see, okay, this did is Did you say mistakenly on purpose? Mistakenly, because <laughs> he knows, he knows that. I'm pretty sure you know. Okay. You know, if you had the knowledge to put it on Spotify, mm-hmm. a monetized platform mm-hmm. where you're getting money Oh, you money definitely know because they ask you. They ask you. Yeah. yeah, you know. You know this is a violation of like IP mm-hmm. and all that. So it's just like, if you knew that, I can't feel bad for you because right. you did that with malicious intent for right. your own personal right. gain. Ignoring my personal gain. You know? Do you feel like he knew where he got the song from? Like he knew like, this is Talo. Yeah, he song. knows. Yeah, because then people were tagging me. So I was even, I was like, why is everyone tagging me in this? So I thought, oh, just some random TikTok mashup. Mm-hmm. Which, if it's a TikTok mashup, sure. Put it on YouTube, sure. Put it on even Bandcamp, where it goes directly to your pocket, sure. But if, like, you put it on, like, streaming platforms and, like, the main sources, which they're not even that much source <laughs> of my income, mm-hmm. and it's blowing up, like, in the millions, and you're still not even mentioning anything that's malicious intent that's such shit so if you came to and was like okay this one's popping I don't want to take it down so can we like split the uh, uh, the revenue on it you'd be okay with that I would approach it because like you just said how Doja Cat's people Mm -hmm. it's not just me they have to ask permission from me my publisher the label Britton's publisher Britton himself the other writer on it that's like five six people you have to ask before Mm -hmm. I'm just one step. You know, there's so many licensees and licensed shareholders involved that permissions have to go through. It's not just me and my say-so. 
Bro, just don't sample, bro. Unless you are someone that's signed to a major label who would handle all that stuff for you, just don't do it. Yo, you can ask. You I don't know? care how far it is. I don't do it. All like, you done, like K Tronada, he blew up from like sampling stuff, but he left it on SoundCloud. Right. And then it started getting so huge, labels started noticing it, and then they did that whole process. Mm-hmm. But he didn't like monetize it at first. He was just getting DJ gigs from it. Closely as a producer, have you went and sampled and not paid for the sample or cleared it? <laughs> Mm. So two things. <laughs> so fun fact, I actually did something, but it was only on SoundCloud. Hi, it was only on SoundCloud. I only put it up on SoundCloud. It was only on SoundCloud. Yes. Okay. See, great. So he did the right thing, and that's why I ain't got the pause for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have sampled something recently, but obviously, it can't go up. So why? But why put yourself in that position? I didn't think it was. You know, sometimes you just make things like for fun I didn't think it was going to end up being like something really dope and it ended so up then it ended really up being dope. really dope and now you can't make money off it I and mean we'll, just, we'll put it out like you know YouTube SoundCloud and probably use it to promote other stuff but then it's annoying because what happens if I find it on YouTube and I like the song and now it's not on Spotify or Apple Music like well you can't download it it still seems limited yeah you can download it and put phone. it on your device bro when they're streaming, that's long. I'm not opposed long. to it entirely because I understand how it fuels the DJ community. That's why mm-hmm. the acapellas are there. Right. To begin with. You buy the acapellas, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just like, put it in your set, you know, make amazing mashups, do whatever you need to do, but don't monetize it for yourself. You know, that's like a whole different, that's like. That's like, then why do it? Because that's like tempting. Like, oh, I made this fire mashup. Yeah. The next point, like the next, like damn, I have to keep it to myself. Or I can't make money off it. I you can't make Amorphous? it. Do you know yes, Amorphous? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he blew up during lockdown making mashups, but he wasn't put it on on like you know monetized streaming platforms. Is he signed now? He's signed now, Mad. and now like they license was, his was mashups good? for Ooh, him. He is. He his mashups are fire. He is incredible. Yeah, and it's just like because it's hard not, enough making not... money as a musician as it is. Thanks. It's like, like you said earlier, all these other people, yeah, they're making money off shows. I don't get that many shows to make insane money off shows. So my main source of livelihood is my publishing money, my mm-hmm. licensing money, mm-hmm. my royalties, Facts. all that type of stuff. And it's just like, I'm living good. <laughs> Do I'm give it away, good. boss. Okay. You know, off of those. Okay. But it's just like, then when you start to mess, that's like someone selling bootleg tickets out of, outside of your show when your main source of income is your shows. Mm-hmm. You'll be pissed as hell. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, Hello, we're selling the real tickets right here at this booth. Why would you just not do that? Buy it from the 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 main place. Yeah. Okay. For now, let's round up this this particular topic, right? So now, what I have this, I give I have a little bit of conspiracy theory in my blood. Okay. Just okay. a little bit. Just a little bit. That's that's all right. I understand. All these <laughs> artists that are popping up. I'm not saying this is the first time. That's someone sold their whole catalog. But like in the last few years, you just be hearing, oh, this artist sold their whole catalog. This artist sold their whole catalog. This artist sold their whole catalog. If you're older mm-hmm. and you do it, mm-hmm. something in my gut is like, oh, maybe this person feels like they want to get their affairs in order. Like, you know, let's just, at least it could happen at any time. Let's just sell this whole thing, get this big chunk of money. Like if you're 50, if you're 50, 60, 70, and you're selling your catalog, maybe there's this part of your mind that's like I'm I, it's getting closer to that time I just let me make sure my family yeah. is good for the rest of their life let's just sell this joint like how much 
How much more, like maybe the songs are huge. How many more like sync licenses am I, am I going to get off this stuff? How yeah. many more of this? How many more? Just sell the drink and just give me the money and just let's just put in some in my will for my for my family, right? Which is the wise thing to do. You know, I mean, it's it's if you because you know we don't like talking about death and like end of life and stuff, but like maybe that's it. You know, all these older people selling off a catalog. Uh huh. But then, but this influx of people, not necessarily by age, because Justin Timberlake is not mad old. Yeah. I mean, Lil Wayne is not that old. I mean, some of his lifestyle choices are aging him more than he should be <laughs> aging, but he's not necessarily that old. And people are selling off the catalog. The dream selling off his catalog. And you ask yourself, like, why? Is there something that, you know, somebody knows that they're not telling the rest of us regular people? Um, As I hinted earlier, mm-hmm. the music industry is the ghetto. Girl, uh, you don't gotta are, tell me. I'll be seeing it by proxy of just being on the, the outside. Trenches. Yes. So it's just like, if someone is offering you all that guaranteed money up front, and it's just like, okay, you kind of mentally do a calculation of like, okay, maybe I make this in maybe 10 years. Okay. 10, but it's just like, then that's upfront guaranteed to you. And then when you recoup it, mm-hmm. which if your catalog is worth that, you will, then you keep getting residuals. So it's just like an advance then. It's not because that sounds like advance. It doesn't sound like you're I mean, selling it depends the, on the selling terms, it. But if they sell the complete ownership for forever, like mm-hmm. in perpetuity or whatever the term is, then even that too is like guarantee. Because I mean, how long do you want to live, and how many generations Facts. do you want to set up for? <laughs> you know, yeah. Just like let me be guaranteed. That's like a batch of money of the music industry. Yeah, it's just kind of like I mean, one thing I do know is that probably like maybe eighty percent of my catalog has been synced, mm-hmm. which is great. So it's just like, I know I will never have an issue finding a publisher because it's just like, your, your, every your, song your catalog has guaranteed okay. to be synced in some way, some form. Did you start making music with that intent? Like, oh, I'm making music because I wanted to be placed in all these places. Or you just start making music and then bam, it just... Yeah, that, that just happened. And I quickly realized why. It's because of the like radio experience. And, you know, I know certain inflections to not do. So it's easy to like chop up my voice. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> you know, Damn. shout out to all the editors and the video creators. Come on. Um, keep using my songs. Come Thank on. You. Come on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like easy to, and even that's why DJs gravitate to my voice. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't even clock that until I started DJing myself. I'm like, oh shit, it's really easy to jump into different beats with my vocal on the top. Facts. Cause it's very monotone. Facts. So it doesn't sound like you've just jumped a whole it's, sentence. Mm-hmm. You can make a whole sentence, not, not that people should do that. You can make a whole sentence with just me saying a bunch of words Thanks. that is reassembled and it would sound like a oh, sentence. It's the technicality and the intelligence for me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. When people make music with intention, ooh, just gets, it gets my blood pumping. No, but I didn't, it's not like I wouldn't like do it on purpose, but like I realized that thought didn't even cross my mind until I started. Yeah, but once it crossed your mind, it. you started, you and pivoted was like, and was oh, like, let's go. You and know, now you make like, a calculated movement with your music. <laughs> So I know I was intelligent. Come on, let's not do that. For do all that. the DJs out there, that Saz's EP or even TMX, so take that, TMX, take so. Carlos vocals and spin. Which Saz's EP? Saz not your mate? Yes. Take that, take Carlos vocals and spin. Come on. Crazy. Hey. You know I was a product manager on Saz not your mate? But I was oh, there yeah. when they were recording Good uh-huh, Morning uh-huh, My uh-huh, Neighbor. How oh, are you wow. doing? Are you doing okay? But yeah. So I'm 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 really big on like DJ culture. Just let's he- not like big on it. Like I know so much about it, but hearing you talk about it, it like warms my heart because I've always tried to figure out like the commercial aspect of music. Like what can what can an artist do 
to make their music want to be played by DJs. Not just beyond, oh, because the song is popping or something, so they're mm-hmm. going to play because it it's hot. But, like, how can you improve the lives of DJs by making music that is, like, DJ-friendly? <laughs> and, like, your music is DJ-bloody-friendly. Beyond mm-hmm. it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if a song is popping, right, DJs have an obligation to play it because, oh, it's popping. Yeah. But not when, like, music is made with, like, DJs in mind. <laughs> like, bro, anyway. Right. Anyway, I'm let's I'm get getting to the, to the next. Fan. Let's get to the next fan. Okay, I'm mm. I'm about to get the next fan. You don't want to take like at least one more bite. Mm. It's fine. It's I, I fine. Would respectfully decline. It's fine. It's um, fine. Any is <laughs> the media train this for me? Okay. All right. <clears throat> so you're signed to a major label. Yes. Word on the street, birdie, birdie, word to the grapevine, Epic Records. Yeah, yeah. Can we clap for you? Yeah. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Because that is not, that is not Beans. That is not Beans. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, how was the transition from being a struggle, struggle, I got to make $1 shake, I got to do this, that, and third, and squeeze, and bind, and do all this to make my music? How's it, how's it been the transition from being an independent artist to not being an artist with major label backing? How's the transition been? What I got is pros and cons. Come on, talk to me. <laughs> um, but then also, I think I'm in a pretty privileged position to say because I would say my professional career kicked off with like the return stuff. Thanks. And I wasn't signed like myself, but like my music was. So even though... Wait, can you explain that? Um, so a lot of the stuff I made with him were like singles or like just the one album okay. I myself mm-hmm. was not signed you did that intentionally um yes and no I would have liked to be signed at that time but okay. you know it was it just so happened that the one track that I made before I moved back to Lagos was that one song that was stuck in the middle of a DJ mix that then popped off oh and snap. then I started having to like leave mm-hmm. and like do shows and then Eventually, an album came out of it, and then um, and a Grammy nomination. Yeah, and a Grammy nomination. Sorry, and, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate. Yes. You appreciate. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was kind of like when that started coming down. That's when I was like, oh, how am I going to set myself up? Mm-hmm. You know, because I was doing stuff by myself before, but even at the time before I met Riton, I wasn't making house music. I was making like Scissor the Weekend type stuff. Stop. Yeah. Really? I was making You was like, whisper you were singing in cursive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like singing like weird like Santa Gold type what? stuff. And then I made music with Raton and then he put it over house music. I had no clue, like what I said earlier, that my voice was like doing all this stuff for DJs until I started going to like raves and stuff and I was like, oh. And then when I started DJing myself, I was like, okay. You see, now I understand, you see but I didn't get it. I was just like, I'm just talking mm-hmm. over these records. Mm-hmm. But like, it was cool because I do like like Slick Rick and MIA and those type of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, they just tell stories Facts. over beats. But like, yeah, the written stuff is how... So it's kind of like, yeah, there was the independent musician stage. But then it kind of got overshadowed with the written stuff. and then. 
being signed to is a dream because like okay, so they started playing my songs on MTV and you know Stop. how it goes like the artist the song title the album title yeah. and the label yeah. you know Michael Jackson was also signed to Epic and like I have a similar screenshot of like mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's yeah. video being played and yeah. at the bottom on the thriller it's like Epic Records and I have my screenshot I'm like oh shit baby come on come on come on come on come on it's a dream for me it's a dream yeah. for me it's nice, but um, oh lord, the label, the major label, um, I would say, part <laughs> is is very tough. Are there know? cons that you can say that will not get you in trouble? Um, cons are kind of like you're kind of up against like influencers. Also, Explain. I feel like that's a very common con that every other artist is. What do you mean up against about. influencers? Because you know, influencers have the you know people are drawn to me because mm-hmm. I'm me mm-hmm. appeal. Mm-hmm. And as a musician, some people, like, you know, like, I feel like when I was trying to become a musician when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll just release amazing music and that would be enough, you right. know, and I'll just make cool videos like right. Janet Jackson right. or whatever. But now it's like, you have to make cool videos. You have to be like a cool personality online. You have to post often so people can get to know you. You have mm-hmm. to interact all the time. You have to like, you have to be like a person that people can see themselves being friends with, which I feel like I am that girl, but it's just like, I'm not so good at documenting that. So it's just like, constantly. So is that a con? Because you're good at it. Like you're, you can compete with, that's so crazy because I never actually thought about artists having to compete with influencers and y'all do because yeah. especially when social media is such a huge promotion and marketing tool for artists and like music now. But you're good at that. Aren't you? Yeah, but you have to like, re- like you have to be consistent with it too. It's like a whole thing. Like mm-hmm. being an influencer, like people shit on it. Like, oh, you just no, that is a job. It is a job. It is a job. Like it's a full time job, and it's like to think about that and to think about oh, what do I want the sonic direction of my album to be, and like all that other stuff at the same time. It's so you like have to, you have two jobs: being an influencer or being you know a yeah. personable high engagement social media personality and then being an artist. Yeah, unless you fall into that wonderful pocket, but it's just like... What is that wonderful pocket? Where, like, Adele just comes out, she says, I have an album out. She releases a press release, posts a few things on Instagram, you know, does some press tours, Mm -hmm. performs some shows, and she goes back to... Why do you think that works for someone like Adele and not somebody like majority of our music industry? (laughs) Because I feel like Adele makes, like... And I think even Harry Styles is someone who is very, very pop, but still falls in that pocket. It's mm-hmm. like, they make stuff that like, sounds very, it cuts across generations completely. Like across every, like, I feel like you can go anywhere and you can ask anybody who Beyonce is and everybody would know. Okay. Because her music also is like, you know, that's the sweet spot. But don't you think, mm, you know why I'm hesitant about using Beyonce in this, in this grouping of people you just were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. is because when she was younger she had to be that person that was always out there with Destiny's Child right like they yeah. had to do videos they had to do the performances they had to do the award shows yeah. as opposed to Adele and Harry Styles who like you said they can come out they have to so drop I think album. Adele even laid like the groundwork yeah with, like the first thing that she she did because even what, a Nigerian musician as an example of that is Asha like she's like she comes out with her album does her press tours does her show at and then, Echo yep yep that I went to that was freaking yeah. awesome does, does her show does it the way she wants to do it no oh she's booked for this end of year party no <laughs> she comes out she, she does what she needs that to do that just sound like shade she goes back to no it's not even shade because just like no but I, I know what you mean don't mind me you have to constantly be out there and it's just like 
I want, I don't know. I, I don't know when the marker is for when you've fallen into that pocket. I don't know if you can just start and just be that person right off. Do you the feel bat. like you're in that pocket right now? Of like being able to do one show and going to bed. Yeah, like well, if you're telling me your money's not even from performance and. Well, I would like to be in that pocket, you okay. know, because I mean, at the end of the day, what makes me love making music is performing music because mm-hmm. I like to see the way it connects to people. people. So I would like to be the bitch that does a lot of shows. Thanks. You know, <laughs> I like, because that was the whole dream for me. It was the package, you know. So it's not to say that Adele and like Asha don't have the package. They have the complete package, yeah. but they can just, they have that luxury of just like, ah, I'll just drop this little dangle. But then it's like, Using Asha as an example, I remember when I was watching like MTV Base when MTV Base first launched mm-hmm. and it was like, Asha was like with their mode nine singing like hooks and stuff. I think they had like a crew. Are you serious? Yeah. And she was doing all that stuff and she released them. Um, I think it was Aya Daba okay. at the time. And no one cared. Absolutely no one cared. Right? Can y'all confirm, Kosi or anybody, can y'all confirm or deny this? That Asha, when Asha was making hooks for hip hop artists yeah, that nobody was, was like, answering, yeah. nobody was and sending she was her. doing stuff. Right no one cared, right? And then she went to France. Mm-hmm. And then they started appreciating her music in France. They repackaged her album. Her album that she had released here, they didn't mm-hmm. send it to traffic that time. So she so it did not, it did not reach it her in level. France. They started playing it in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. All these, like, you know, thespians started, like, listening to her. Right. And all of a sudden, through, um, I guess, IJGBs, he made his way back into... And everybody was like, oh my God, this babe, she's singing in Yoruba. Oh my God, can you believe it? She's singing in this unique way. <laughs> Facts. And I was confused because I was just like, these are really old songs. What What's going on? Right. And then I now realized what had happened. And I was just like, oh my God, these these are people that are like right in front of you. But like no one pays attention until the outside. So like, is that your fate? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I think I'm still in the process of finding that out. So about that, Asha, Mood9, and Nick, and, oh, no, Nick, Nenna. They were signed to the same label. Which was? It was called, give me a second, Question Mark. Yes, it was Question Mark Entertainment. Yes. You are, you and Nick Nekka went to like Germany or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember because they were doing like promo runs on all these radio stations. No one cared. No one cared. And then all of a sudden, they now reemerged with these newer songs that they now started playing on Music Africa. They had these shiny and newer music mm-hmm. videos. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was genuinely scratching so my head. I was just like, ah, did you not see it? Your imports. But anyway, it happens across Nigeria. Right. A lot, even doctors here, they're like, I'd rather be treated better and they go, they go Sucks. abroad. Sucks. So, Sucks. Well, I sound like an Andrian uncle on the couch. <laughs> so wait I don't so I'm not I'm not well versed on Asha at all like the first concert I've ever been to was the one that she just did at Koto so like oh, wow. you're actually teaching me and I'm v- very enlightened so is it that Asha moved to France because of this issue like she wasn't being do we know that have you said that in the interview know, before I don't know <laughs> but I imagine okay and this is an op- an opinion and theory yes. hypothetical yes. solely um, I imagine that there were frustrations of being here and not being able to get shows because I mean I was in so I was in secondary school and like just something. Sucks. I don't know what the scene was like for them at mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. but I know that all of a sudden songs I liked started disappearing really slowly. And you know, actually, I will go on a little bit of a Kanye like rant right now. Come on, now. come on. Should I give you a shot before you start? Come on. 
<laughs> I want the smoke right now. I really hate when people come to me and they're like, why don't you make Nigerian music? But it's just like the music I grew up on is like Plantation Boys, like people like Asha Mode 9, mm-hmm. um, when the tribesmen were doing stuff like that. And like that type of stuff, it was very like, People were rapping. They were doing yeah. like real ciphers and all that. What's his name? DJ Jimmy Jat was doing mm, like... Jimmy Jump Off. Yeah, Jimmy's yeah. Jump Off where you had to freestyle and do all this shit. And it's just like... In our eventual... Obviously, the band changed the game with Tongolo. That just yeah. changed yeah. the landscape. Yeah. Which now, you know, rolled everything out for, you know, the Remas and the Davidos and the kids of the world. But it's just like before that sound... That, that was Nigerian modern music. Afro-pop, that was yeah. Nigerian music. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that's what I grew up on. You know, like even at the time when I was like, like younger, my dream label was Storm Records because Storm uh-huh. Records, I feel yes. like knew how to fuse yeah. the sounds. Like you know, so did just, that influence your motivation to say I don't have to make standard, Af- like yeah. the standard commercial music here because I've seen people who were doing it back yeah. then. I was drawn to them; they were successful in it. I can also do that. Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. but then the shift happened. Extreme shift. To- so now, like, music I make, even though I speak, like, because people are like, oh, why don't you, you know, I have, Awani has Yoruba in it. Like, I, I put... They all your songs have Nigerian references. Yeah, all my songs have some type of, like, Nigerian reference mm-hmm. in it from the way I talk every day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, pick in my, let me say, accent. Can you speak Yoruba? I would say 7 over 10. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's fluent no, to me. No, but she has more accents like this. I was listening to one uh, thing that he did recently. It was he poet. Mm-hmm. She has one accent. I don't know. It was a Noah Hala. Uh, yeah, yeah, she has yeah. one accent. <laughs> that podcast. Can you give us an example of this accent? Is it possible? Oh, can my you, accent. Yeah, can you like just turn it on if you need to? I don't know. It, it depends. <laughs> oh, you know what? I won't put you on the spot. If it pops yeah, out, just let me know if yeah, it pops you get, out. You guys give me, Gary. Maybe if you guys give me Jack Daniels, honey. You know, I'm a Jameson. I'm, I'm a. Can I give you Jameson? Because I'm a Jameson baby. No, I don't like Jameson. You don't. Can I, I convert you? I can't say that out loud. Um, don't worry. You said it in front of me, and I, he's fun, he's very funny. <laughs> Jameson but, makes me sick. Really? Reason, and I love whiskey and brown liquor, but I can't drink. Have you Jameson. had a JSL before? A no, Jameson fuck. Sprite and lime. No. If I make, would you be open to letting me make you one? Yeah, but hopefully I don't shit myself later. Hope we will pray against the diarrhea gods, okay. the runny stomach, yeah. mm-hmm. the runny stomach, the people yeah. that control the runny stomachs <laughs> of the world. It's fine. Hold on. <laughs> it's cool. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah. But that was my little rant. No, I and I think it was. I think it was. I wanted to ask you because I appreciate you saying that. Right. I wanted to ask you the people that say, "Why don't you make Nigerian music or Afro pop?" Are these like fans? Are these like people in the industry? Are these pe- your friends? Like who is saying it? Um, or who's asking it rather? I would say it's a conversation that happens because even sometimes people meet me mm-hmm. and they tell me, they're like, oh, why don't you make Nigerian music? I want to know the people. Is it industry people? Is it who's saying it? Let's it, know. It happens across, across. I think that's unfair <laughs> to ask because that's it's like, like you've <laughs> never, unless I'm wrong, you've always been like, like, well, uh, since, since I've known of you, Shah, you've kept true to the genre that you are, that you've Cause I think been it's, in. It's because some people don't think, and maybe because I don't do enough of these, some okay. people don't think that I grew up here. So it happens, really? literally, it happens every year, let me tell okay. you so. Because I'm also kind of self-obsessed. Hi. Um, so every year around January, February, when the Grammy nominations are out and people start, I mean, thankfully, even now that Nigerians are in the conversation more, yeah. like often, 
that is somehow the arguments spill into my mentions and people and people are like oh only only this amount of nigerians have ever been nominated and my name is almost always excluded oh. and people are like and people are like oh what about carlo Car- oh. and almost always somebody's always like oh she doesn't count Oh, or like, oh, she doesn't, she doesn't, she didn't grow up here. She doesn't count. I am triggered. Oh, she doesn't. Because I mean, it's kind of like how we say maybe someone like Shadi doesn't count. Or like Jadena. Yeah. You, but then I'm sure they would probably. Yeah. But, or like Wale. The rapper. <sighs> Why? He's like Wale, No, Wale can't. Like, Wale has been rapping us. Like, I don't yeah, think anyone would discount Wale. He's rapping us, but it, I don't know if people fully accept his rapping of us. I can... Okay, okay, we can take one Okay, fine. Let's take Wale out since it's such a border contention or something. Okay. So it's like, always for me, so it's like, when I now go to do, let me say, maybe an interview or if I'm mm-hmm. talking to someone about myself and they're like, wait, you grew up here? You went to secondary school here? Wait, what? That's like, so... Ig- I don't... Okay, let me not say ignorant. Ignorant is really, uh, maybe a bit too harsh. That's unfair though. Yeah. For someone to say like, oh, because you don't have any stereotypical element of like a Nigerian artist and you are something that oh it's shocking that you didn't grow up here meaning that it makes it seem like Nigerian artists or Nigerians are a monolith or something like we all have to do music like this so that they'll know we're from this place and if you deviate from that then oh you're not from here or you're not rapping or you're not Nigerian enough. that's that's unfair and maybe I'm talking because my brother's a rapper uh. and I mean, we were all born, my, me, my brothers and I were all born in America, but we've all come back and done boarding school and stuff. So my brother is aware and exposed to like Nigerian culture, right? Mm-hmm. Deep, deep. We didn't even go to like a posh boarding school. Like, we went to them, go and cut grass as punishment, go and, <laughs> go and kneel in the gutter type boarding school. Mm-hmm. And then he's back in America and he's rapping. And he's, he fought, he would fall. I feel like many people would make him fall under the, oh, we didn't know you were Nigerian because he's not rapping and putting Ebo in his music or like using Afrobeats. Beast yeah. to production to do his music and I think that's not right but that, that's you know there yeah it happens across industries too because mm-hmm. even like in America too they're very territorial they're like okay what city are you representing Facts. if you're a rapper Facts. you know but then it was kind of weird for me because then I escaped that to come here and then my and then career still- took off there and then <laughs> it was Ooh. so it was just like I have an identity crisis once a week. But we love um, you. But we love you. Yeah. You will sort it out when you get older, please. Because yeah, have that, if that mm-hmm. identity crisis is going to make us have the music we have and we have this yeah. Nigerian, well-traveled, eclectic artist, then I'm sorry. Yeah, because I like to keep what I crisis. like too. And I don't like, sometimes I'll be, be hearing stuff to. and I'm just like, you should be allowed to like 13 year old me or 12 year old me or whoever would hear this and would be like, what the hell because that's even why I gravitated towards artists like Asha Mm -hmm. and Neka Mm -hmm. and all them because they were just like right okay transcending Jess we're really pressed for time so can she become the last fan and we comment on it in like three minutes okay three minutes yeah can you do the honor of picking up the final fan let's do a drum roll for Kylo come on come on come on come on Okay, let's talk about your recent shift from dance music a genre you're well established into pop music I'm that's, glad you bring it up. That's a good way to end the podcast. <laughs> Talk to us, uh, um, baby. Well, I used to be like terrified to say this, but now I don't care. Um, it's a growth for me. Yeah, it's a growth for me. Thank you. Um, so in dance music, dance music is very white male DJ dominated. As with most industries in this world. Yeah, but dance music more so. Okay. Because it's just like, um, if you're not a DJ, if you're not like 
the front face the front facing people of dance music are the DJs. Okay. If you're not that, it's almost like people are like convinced you don't have a career. Okay. Like I can't count how many people have been like, why don't you just DJ? Why don't you just DJ? Because of the music you made were you were making. Yeah, because I was making it and I'm trying to be the front facing person for myself. So you were pioneering in what you were doing. The fact that you were partnered Riton is a DJ. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. you had this well, I say y'all were a duo, were y'all a duo please no. correct me? Okay. Anyway, Sha, you were putting out music with this DJ. Yeah. But then you were also being in the videos and you were also yeah. branding yourself as an artist that's yeah. meant to be front-facing in yeah. this genre. Yeah. Is that pioneering? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I won't say I'm the first to brand myself, but in that you know, way. it's just, it's really tough to do that in dance music. Okay. Okay. Because you're always reminded that the music is not yours. Okay. If you're a vocalist. Okay. And a songwriter. So now, <laughs> the fact that it was dominated by icky white men, um... Let me not say Icky White Man before they sign his name. The fact that it was male dominated. You tell me. I've been in Nigeria too long. I don't know anything. But okay. Dominated, white male dominated. Um, What other reasons made you transition into this pop genre? I think this is weird. I mean, because like I said, I started with the weekend scissor type stuff. Yeah. Like I expressed myself in other ways, but it just so happened the house talking monotone through a whole track. Right. But I be singing. I got pipes. Right. I believe you. Yeah, I mean, so what, okay. So now, what were the like? What was what was the day you woke up and from your bed, brush your teeth, and say, you know what? I'm transitioning. We're doing pop. I've been trying to. Go, ooh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Let's save this. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. But I've always had it. If you listen to even the written album, you hear poppy vibes. Mm-hmm. But it's just like maybe two tracks on that. Okay. Yeah. It's always been in me. <laughs> so the, the the events that made you be like let's switch you can't say no because that's always been the girly inside of me okay I've okay. always been a pop girly so now if we go and listen to your releases and we mm-hmm. go and check on Spotify mm-hmm. the genre is going to say pop I don't know because the algorithm does what the algorithm wants to do yeah when you signed to Epic were you like signing as a pop artist or uh, you don't sign as a genre you sign as an artist. Okay, you sign as an artist, but then don't they have an idea of like, okay, this artist is making this type of music. It that's depends. why you want to sign That's the why person. they figure out, kind of like Katy Perry had that Dark Horse record the mm-hmm. same year she had California Girls. Facts. And Dark Horse was being played on hip hop stations because of Juicy J. Yep. And California Girls is like a teen pop record. Yep. You can have both as long as it fits in the market of the radio station that's being So what to. market is Epic trying to push you in? The songs I have out right now mm-hmm. dance, but I have more that fall into different subgenres. Do you feel like Epic Records is going to support your desires of how you want to flutter and fly and flow in this, you know, Let's these say genres? Inshallah. <laughs> inshallah for real, because I don't want to yeah. hear no nasty record label story inshallah. around your name, Kali. Let's say Inshallah. Okay. Okay. So Since you don't want me to end this thing the way I want to end it, we have to end it abruptly because they said we don't got time. Yeah. So we'll do a quick round of word association. Okay. Oh, song. Okay. So okay. basically, I say a word, mm-hmm. and you tell me what song comes to mind that has the Ooh, word. I love this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I do usually win. Uh, I do usually. Win. Okay. I'm scared now. Okay. <laughs> Who's going first? Okay. Callum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ordinary. We're just ordinary people. Why'd you give her an easy one? <laughs> what? We don't. You're know actually sabotaging me. That's what you're doing. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> just excuse. Excuse me, miss. You should come. 
Hey, the me, possibly. Thumbs up. And I take you, you out tonight. Huh? Excuse me, miss. Eh, yeah. Okay, but that, hey, let me okay. have my rap moment That's here. Thank you. Too, Can okay. we be in sync, please? Thank hey. you, baby. Hello. Name. Uh, excuse. Oh, mm, I don't know your name, but excuse me, miss. Oh, sh- it's hard <laughs> from across the room. Look how you just give me an extra name. Okay, okay, okay. And then yeah. okay, I was just. like, I'm going to have name in it. Maga. Maga? There's a song called Mugu to Maga or something like that. There's a um something Mugu to my What? Money? I don't know. I'm lost. Maga. You're close. Don't be hallelujah. Okay. So let her go. I'll redeem myself. Mula. Uh Does, is there moolah in moolala yeah yeah bitch that I have my money <laughs> it's in there it's in the rap genius it sounds very you know what let's check but uh, you, you're wasting my seconds okay, by checking okay, okay. you just give, just dash at that point if, if you would have said young moolah baby he said it all his songs <laughs> Yo, so that could have been okay. an answer just mm-hmm. moolah is in me <laughs> just saying morning can I hit it in the morning? Um, hey. J. Cole. Come on. <laughs> okay. Come okay, on. Okay. Last round. Tease. Tease? Tease me, tease me, tease me, tease me, baby. Why are you giving her easy? <laughs> one? What's going on? What is this? I didn't think, okay, okay. Just deep. Let me go deep, deep, deep. It's like this 190s R&B song by one of them boy, boy bands. Okay, so Kalo is leading. Of course, she's leading because you want to give give me Mugu to Mag- uh, Maga or whatever it's called. <laughs> Are we having the last one? last round? So, Bitcoin, bro. I'm sure there's one Afro pop that has Bitcoin. I'm sure one of them has. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, overdose. Yeah. Oh, uh, Iris Star's verse. Oh, Bitcoin. Fucking oh, like this. Oh, 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 okay. I get 10 points, please. Ah, <laughs> oh. Okay. Right, but you got the idea. No, I get, the I, get idea. I get I get I get I get it. Free. Uh. <laughs> Why do I know free? I, I have one. I, I have one. Free. What song is that? I don't know. Can Zero. I go? Okay, yeah. Let me go. Uh, for the land of the free and the home <laughs> of the break. No, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, Who baby. Wrote it? The person is unknown. Who it's, sang it? It, it, uh, everybody, Who sang every it? artist that sang at the Super Bowl. Who said it wasn't even the original artist? Uh, don't that don't count because so, they sample and sample and sample the song till they can call this a tie. Is it a tie? Yeah. You want to give tie. us that uh, one you last you want? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. tiebreaker? Tiebreaker. So anybody can go. You did do blazer like this. Wow. <clears throat> now you're sitting up. Okay. <laughs> Don't come and give one wild word because that, that's what you like to do in this tiebreaker round. Behave. Okay. Please. Okay. Do what I have here. She might get it. Then can you not do it? Like do a word that we wouldn't, both of us wouldn't get. <laughs> You just want her to win because you like no. her. Okay, I see. Okay, boom. Tiebreaker. Stay. 
Stay. Won't you stay with me? Cause you're all I need. She was faster. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and with that, Halloween. Halloween. Our final thing is the song of the week. Oh, this so is my karaoke song. You just have to. Okay. I guess all week in the need, I can hardly speak. Are they going to freaking copyright strike yeah. my podcast if you oh. play it? Oh, because I sound like the recording. Oh, baby. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my God. Hey. No, but you have to pick a song from an independent artist because I don't want nobody's record label coming strike because um, they're going to play it after this week. podcast like fades out. Week, 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 yes. week. Uh, what other song has week? You, uh, I don't. Uh, uh, seven day, uh, the Craig Davis song Seven Days That's week it. like the length of time what week is, is it week, is it week as in strength or week as in time wait week you can pick any song you anyway, want it doesn't have to have you don't have to have yeah. week in it is it week or week no no like, the song of the week doesn't have to have week in it it's like, just okay. a oh. song that you, any song you want to, I should pick right, a yeah, song yes, yeah. that we will, that, no 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 you pick a song that you want to put a song to Oh. That we will now like as this podcast is fading out. God that's how we we'll start. I can't even put my own song because um, your epic will now come out. Yeah, they, they can't you tell them to override it? Like, yeah, they will. Um, shit. Can wait, I think no, about it? Wait, can't you? Can't you tell Epic Records like? Can you not? I can't tell destroy. them, but it will take like two days, <laughs> and you have to wait. I don't mind waiting two days. Okay, like if you tell them two days from today. Because if this podcast is not, is not, is dropped. You have to have access to your channel and all that. You have to put it up and then mm. it will, unless you upload it today and then by the time it's ready, mm-hmm. is yeah, unless you upload it today and by the time it's ready. It's Can we not. do this? Well, if I had Why to pick a song, it would be Drag Me Out. Yes, because I freaking love that song. Let's, let's go, let's talk with if, Epic Records. Not, Come on. It would be, uh, so you know, I'm really loving, uh, but then it's only signed, signed. No, they only have distribution though, and the distribution, them distribute, they can, they can strike my stuff. Okay, because I'm not, I'm loving thunderstorm in Surrey right now. I don't know. This is not fun. No, let's do no, because we should be able to whitelist. I think it's called whitelisting or something. Yeah, where you can give a channel permission to play a song, but it would take like two days. Yeah, it would take like a day or two. Okay, so we'll try that. We'll try that. We're playing drag me out, and if I don't hear drag me out on my podcast, everybody getting fired. <laughs> I don't have the right to fire y'all, but I'm gonna fire y'all. Yeah, even the guy too. Yeah. But <laughs> in the event, already already talking with failure in your mouth. Okay. No, Dra- uh, no, no. Give give a give a backup in case drag me out can't play. In the event that drag me out, I mean, we can always take something from your catalog before Epic. Ah. No, that's also tied oh. into. No, stuff. please, oh, these mm-hmm. girls. She's her teeth yeah, are dotted, yeah, her yeah, eyes yeah, are yeah, crossed, yeah. or her eyes are dotted. Her teeth are coming for you. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> you look don't at that. Look at that one producing music in his bed. They send lawyers <laughs> to poof him off Spotify. Poof. <laughs> don't poof us off Spotify, please. Drag me out. Let's white. Let's ask Epic Records to white uh, this thing. I'm trying. Who Who is one of our homies that has a song? <clears throat> I don't even listen to music like I do did before, so I don't even have no song of the week right now. Yeah, can I look through my? Can we just say that now? Possible? Can we end that? Do 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 do. Holds one, give me one second. Holds one. I have my playlist by year. This one is Pandemonium. Um, I love Helga by Phony People. Is that is she signed? 
Funny I don't people, know. Funny people signed. There's that is their first album signed. I don't know. That I'm not sure about. Let's just do drag me out. Because yeah. you, you have work to do. Okay. Okay. So um remind us again, Carlo, what we have to do to make sure Drag Me Out is played and we don't get copyright sh- struck. Hit me up. Hit her up. Alright, no problem. No problem. Alright, without further ado, Carlo, you rock. You're the best. Now you did an amazing job. Thank so, you. So like I'm happy I got this to catch you. Side. Get girl, all your size is good. What you talking about? Oh, thank you. All your, all your, all your size is good. I, you are freaking awesome, bro. Um, but yeah, we just had an amazing conversation with Kylo. She took one spoon of Gary. Please put on record. She took <laughs> one spoon of Gary. Uh, but without further ado, we are out. I don't like none of y'all who's on board. And it's time no more Why am I the only one on the dance floor? The DJ's killing it, drinks is poured I don't like none of y'all hoes, I'm bored I'm trying to get loose with it Shake a little sum, get a whole crew with it Shots to the head, got a whole room spinning Cause it could all end in a New York minute I like to party, I like to get it started I'm spending all my money I'm not leaving till morning I like to party, I like to get it started I'm spending all my money I'm not If I don't get down, let it be wrong Let it go on, I'ma need to rewind Woo, this drink is too strong There's two you, so I know I'm on one There's no more words for this song Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da